Anyone ever told you that it's too late to find new opportunity on Amazon because it's too saturated or too competitive? Today, I'm gonna show you at least five different ways that you can find opportunity to sell on Amazon. Hey guys, today's episode, we are going to go over a little mini workshop about trying to find products to sell on Amazon. This is kind of an abbreviated version of a webinar that I did a little while back, which it was a very comprehensive guide for 2019 on how to sell products on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten a chance to look at that webinar or to watch it, make sure to check the notes or the description, depending on what platform you're looking at. I'll try and put a link at the bottom. If you don't see the link, just go to our helium10.com forward slash podcast, find this episode. And in the notes, you'll see the link right there, but it's a great way to find out 10 different ways to find new opportunities to sell on Amazon. Today, we're just going to go over a few of those because I really want to get this point across that guys, it is not too late. You know, is it, is it harder than before? Of course it's harder than before, but there is still opportunity on Amazon for you guys to sell. And I want to make sure that you guys understand that. All right. So what what are you going to expect? Well, I want to show you some actionable product researches or product research strategy that you can implement today, regardless of your budget. All right. So there is going to be also some information on here about non-private label. You know, some people just get the idea like, Hey, I can only do private label. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about some other methods that people can use to sell on Amazon, even if your end goal is private label, but if you can't afford it now, well, I want to give you a couple tips on how you can get to that level. All right. So the first question, you know, is, is, is there too much competition on Amazon? Is it too saturated? And for sometimes the answer is actually yes. You know, I always make the joke that I talk about collagen peptides, right? But actually collagen peptides, as I've said many times, that's probably something that you shouldn't sell on Amazon because yes, those guys who are on page one, they are selling like, you know, thousands of units a day, millions, $2 million a month. Some of them, it would be very difficult to scale a brand new collagen peptides product. All right. So the first thing that I want you guys to do though, is have the right mindset. All right. You can't just choose something that you're super passionate about. All right. One of my favorite podcasts actually is, you know, Gary V and he always talks about, Hey, try and do something that you're passionate about. Maybe you're passionate about Amazon. That's great. But if you're passionate uh, about something in particular, and that's why the reason why you want to sell it, well, it's not always going to work out for you. What do I mean? Like, let's say you're passionate about ceiling fans. Well, if ceiling fans has no demand on Amazon, or if ceiling fans has way too much competition, well, just because you're passionate about it, it's not going to make you successful automatically. All right. Does it help to be passionate about what you're selling? Yes. But what you're going to find out is on Amazon, usually you might have to choose an opportunity or niche that you might not even know anything about because the opportunity is what's more important than your passion as far as being able to scale and sell and be uh, successful with something on Amazon. So let's talk about that for a second. You know, Amazon is not Kickstarter. It's not Indiegogo where you can just make up a brand new invention and be successful at it either. Amazon is about existing demand. If somebody does not know something exists, they're not searching for it. And where do sales mostly come from on Amazon? It comes from searches, whether it's from PPC or whether it is from just organic searches, all right? Through either method, people or customers, the only way they're gonna find the product is if they search for it. The only way they're gonna search for it is if they know that it exists, right? 
So like, you know, you can have some kind of aluminum can that automatically converts into a chargeable teapot that can charge phones. Some crazy idea. It could be the coolest thing in the world, but guess what? Nobody is searching for aluminum can that can charge phones. And is it a charging teapot? I mean, because nobody knows it exists. So it doesn't matter how cool your product is. If people don't know it exists, they're not going to be able to find it or they're not going to be able to find your product on Amazon. All right. One thing that you guys really need to focus on also is when doing your product research is ROI, return on investment. I'm not going to go too much into that on today's podcast. Make sure to check that webinar for some great information about how ROI is very important, especially when it comes to scaling your business. All right. So let's, let's jump right into it. Method number one, what I want to go over. All right. How you can find opportunity products with low number of reviews. For a lot of you, this might be a no brainer. For those of you who don't understand what that means, let me talk about that for a second. Put your buyer's cap on. Think of right now, close your eyes. Think of the last, except if you're driving, if you're driving, please do not close your eyes. But think of the last thing that you purchased on Amazon or that you searched for, all right? Maybe you did search for collagen peptides because you've heard me say it a million times. Well, when you got to that first page of collagen peptides, you probably saw a whole bunch of listings that had like 1,000 reviews, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, even 5,000 reviews. Now think really quick. If you saw all those right next to each other, like four or five, six, seven of those, and then right next to that, you saw a product that had two reviews or three reviews, all right? Would you ever click on that item with two or three reviews? Like if everything else was all things equal, all right? If all the images, you know, were of decent quality on all these different listings, everybody was five stars, everybody was four stars, whatever the case is, but the only difference was that there was one that had two reviews, all right? Most likely, I think you would tell me that the one with two reviews, you probably would not click on at all, or that would be the last one to click on. And that's true because buyer mentality is the psychology of a buyer is if you see something with hundreds or thousands of reviews, you're like, oh shoot, this is like proven to be a good product. Everybody has bought this product and so many people have reviewed it. And I know that not everybody who buys it reviews it, but if this many people reviewed it, man, this really gives me a good idea that this is a reliable product, right? And you're just not going to get that. You don't get that feeling with a two product that only has two reviews, right? So now this is what you do. What you're going to do is you're going to use a tool like Helium 10 Black Box. And then uh, you put into there whatever category you want to search for. And then right there in Helium 10 Black Box, you're going to enter into the monthly revenue, like your minimum. Like let's say you want something to find a product that's selling at least five or $10,000. You put whatever you want to do. You put whatever price range you're wanting to do. But the key is the review count. Use that filter for the review count. You could put maximum like 15, maximum 20, maximum 25, whatever you think signifies opportunity. So here's the key. If you put in a product that has less than 15 reviews, but maybe you put in that it's making at least 5,000 or $10,000, what is that an indication of? Think about that for a second. You just said, or I'm hoping that you said along with me, that if you're searching for collagen peptides and you see items with thousands of reviews, you'll probably click on those first and probably would never click on the one with only one or two reviews. But if I show you a product that has one or two reviews or if Helium 10 Black Box shows you that and yet it's selling $5,000 or more, what does that indicate to you? In my mind, it's maybe one of two things is a possibility. Number one, Maybe nobody has a lot of reviews, right? There's nobody with a 
thousand or 5,000 on that first page. Everybody's got like two, five, 10, 15, whatever. So then this product that might only have two, five or 10, well, it's not too much of a reach that people might click on it because it's not dominated by a bunch of listings that have a thousand reviews like collagen peptides is. All right. So that's option one. Does that sound reasonable? What about number two? A second option could be, well, what if this is just the only product that meets the specific need? Basically, there's no competition. So maybe it has only two reviews, but there are no other products that have more or less reviews that meet this need. So it's like, shoot, well, I got to buy this because it's the only one that meets the actual description of what I'm looking for. So, oh, well, that it has two reviews, I'm going to have to take a chance, right? Again, those two could very well be the indications if you see that it sells $5,000 or $10,000 a month, because just like we said, if the main keyword is something where all the competitors have thousand reviews, there is no way that a product is going to make two or it's going to make five or $10,000 with only two reviews. All right. So that's way number one that you could do a search for potential. And this is not guaranteed, but potential products that you could sell on Amazon. All right. You can also do something similar. Another way of the reviews. I'm not going to talk about that today. Make sure to check the webinar for that. What about optimized listings? How do you know if something's optimized or not? Well, one easy way to tell is the images. You guys who are experienced sellers know that you've got to fill up those images, five, six, seven, eight images, right? You want to be able to use because the consumer nowadays, sometimes they'll only check the image and they need a great description, descriptive images. They want infographics, perhaps. They want to see different angles of the products. Maybe they want to see pictures of the ingredients, if it's a food or if it's in the health category. All right. So what if you saw a listing that only had two images? Again, put your buyer's hat on, right? Put your buyer's hat. Last thing you, you search for. What if the first thing you clicked on, it only had one or two images? What kind of impression do you get? For me, when I see that, I'm like, man, this is like a weak listing or this image that, you know, these images, this is not enough information for me to know if I really want this product or not. So usually guess what happens also if there's only one or two images, like eight out of 10 times, you'll see that the rest of the listing also is not optimized. The bullet points are weak. The description is probably weak because if somebody's not smart enough to understand that they got to put four or five or five or six or seven or eight images in a listing, they probably don't know how to make the rest of the listing. Okay. So this is another thing I'm going to search for. I can do all the same different filters that I did in that first option where, you know, I'm entering a certain price range. I'm saying, Hey, show me something that's making at least five or $10,000 a month, but I can actually use in helium 10 black box, a image filter where I can say, Hey, show me the listings here in this category that is selling this amount, but it has two images or less or whatever you want to pick. Right. And then it's going to show you all the listings that are selling like crazy, but only have two images. And again, what is that an indication of? That might be an indication of opportunity. Again, number one, maybe everybody else in that niche doesn't have that many images. And that's why this product can sell so well, because again, we determined that most people do like more images. Another option is that again, it only, this is the only product that meets the need. It's slim pickings, right? So they have to choose this product, even though it only has two images because they don't see anything else that they could purchase. The other thing that is actually good for you is, the thought being is that whatever people have as a shortcoming on their listing, that you're going to have something better. If they only have two images, you're going to have six or seven images. If those listings that only have two images have very poor bullet points, well, you're going to improve on that. 
So that means that right off the bat, if this is the niche that you choose, your listing is going to be more attractive than these other ones because you're going to have six, seven, eight images. You're going to have optimized bullet points. So again, the way to find that one is Helium 10 black box. You use the, the filter for images, all right? Number of images you are going to want to put low. What is another way? What about higher priced items, all right? Most new Amazon sellers, now this is not for everybody. This is for people who are rolling. You're, you're not balling on a budget like I am. All right. So you, instead of just having like three or four or $5,000, maybe you've got $50,000 to invest in a couple of products. Well, if that's the case, here's what I would suggest. Look for higher priced items. What do I mean by that? All right. Think about it. If you find a product that sells on Amazon for like 15, 20 bucks, you could probably source that for like two bucks, five bucks. All right. That's very reasonable. Most new Amazon sellers could probably afford to invest in a product like that. But think about a product that retails for a hundred bucks, right? Now, maybe the cost to produce that product is like $20 or $15. And now imagine if the minimum order quantity from a factory that can produce that product is 1000. Now we're talking about an initial investment of like $15,000 or $20,000. How many new sellers can really do that? Probably not that many. So that in itself might be an indication that this could be a niche that has less competition, all right? In the webinar, you'll see that I do a, an example, right? I search in the tools and home improvement. I put in that I want a product that's selling at least $15,000 a month and is priced between 60 and $120. Well, one of the products that came up, something I never would have thought about, a set of two large curb ramps. Like if you have a curb at your driveway and you can't get your car up, so you put this little ramp right there, it was something that's selling for $90 a, uh, $90 a pop and it's selling over $15,000 a month. And they're in that niche, there was actually not that many competitors. Why? Because who is going to be able to afford to invest 15, 20, $30,000 in this niche to start off, right? For something that maybe they don't know if it's gonna sell well or not. So again, this is a third way that you might be able to find opportunity, okay? Now, what you need to do once you find these opportunities, I want you guys to do that. By the way, at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you guys a code in order to get a, a trial for Helium 10. So make sure to stay till the end of this episode. We're going to do a trial for that. What I want you to do, once you get that full version of Helium 10, you're going to be able to try for 30 days. I want you to go through this exact process that I just mentioned about using black box. But then each of these items that maybe you find that might be interesting you're going to need to verify using X-Ray, which is our Chrome extension, because remember, it's not just about one product that you are going to compete with. You're going to compete with everybody in that niche. So you're going to have to validate these products and these niches within Amazon itself, and you're going to want to use X-Ray for that, all right? So what do you do after you find a product, all right? You're going to want to verify it, like I said, using X-Ray, and then after that, you're going to go check where those products sales could be coming from, all right? So like take that curb one, that curb product, you know, like I said, it's selling $15,000 a month approximately. Well, the question is, what is driving those sales? 
you're going to use Cerebro in order to do a reverse ASIN search. And you're going to find all of the high search volume keywords that they are ranking for on the first page, because you can probably have a good idea that a lot of their sales are coming from these keywords that they're ranking on page one for. And then what you're going to do from there is you're going to start analyzing those search terms to see the other products that are ranking high. Can you compete with those? Okay. So this is very important guys. It's not just always about finding the right product, but you've got to know where to look and what you are looking for as far as what signifies opportunity in a certain niche. All right. What are a couple other ways to find products that maybe you might not have thought about? What about FBM for wholesale FBA? What the heck does that mean? You might say FBM fulfilled by merchant. All right. Wholesale FBA fulfilled by Amazon. So maybe you can search on Amazon or on Blackbox for items that are fulfilled by merchant FBM. What does that mean? That means that it's not in Amazon's warehouse. That means they're probably products that person is just shipping out of their garage or drop shipping, right? So if you can find a product that's selling well there and you can source that same product yourself, like a lot of those, I said it was for wholesale, you know, maybe they're purchasing it from a department store, they're purchasing it from a wholesaler and they're just storing it in their garage and shipping it as it comes out or they're drop shipping it. Well, imagine if you could source that exact same product and actually send it to Amazon to be a fulfilled by Amazon product. You're going to get the buy box. Okay. That's going to have a lot more love from Amazon. If you have FBA listing or offer for that. All right. So again, that's another method to stop finding opportunity to sell on Amazon. You search for sellers who have products that is not FBA. And then you go find these products that are selling well and see if you can source them and then put them in FBA in order to get the buy box in order to undercut those other sellers who cannot for whatever reason, do FBA. One last way I wanted to talk about is Merch by Amazon, all right? Merch by Amazon is a print-on-demand service for like sweaters, t-shirts, et cetera, from Amazon. Basically, let's say you wanna do a private label product, but you don't have any money to invest. You need some way to generate funds without having to invest money. Merch by Amazon is for you because if you have a, if you're a graphic designer or you have a very, an expensive one, and he can create shirts, designs. You just upload that shirt design to Amazon and Amazon will make a listing for it and show how it looks on a shirt. And then if somebody orders via prime that t-shirt, then you get a commission on it. Let's say you sell it for 20 bucks. Then you pay Amazon $12 to ship it and to print it. Amazon prints and ships this shirt to the customer. And you just end up with $8 without any investment. There's no inventory in Merch by Amazon because it is print on demand. So make sure to Google Merch by Amazon or merch.amazon.com and find out about that because then you would use Helium 10 tools such as Magnet and Cerebro and X-Ray to find trending, like maybe catchphrases or niches that you can make a shirt about to get ideas that have search volume. And then if you put a, up a shirt and drive traffic to that listing, you are going to make sales without any investment at all other than having to actually you know, pay somebody to make that image if you can't do it yourself. So that is a great way that I know many private label sellers started out. They started with Merch by Amazon because it didn't require any investment. Then they used all the proceeds from Merch by Amazon to invest in private label products. So guys, again, this was just like what, four or five methods that you could 
use to find opportunity. Opportunity exists on Amazon. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody tell you that it's too hard to do it. You miss the bandwagon. Sorry, go to Etsy, go to where other uh, website, you know, Pinterest and try and sell something, whatever the case is. No, guys, Amazon is still the place where millionaires can be made. And a lot of us maybe might think that's unrealistic. Great. That's unrealistic to become a millionaire. No problem. You can still be successful by selling private label products on Amazon that could totally supplement your current income. $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month. It is possible to do that. And many people are doing that now just by using some of those simple methods that I talked about earlier today on getting to know where the opportunity is on Amazon. So guys, don't forget to check out the notes or for a link to the full webinar where I go over 10 ways that you can find opportunity to sell on Amazon. If you want to jump right in this and you don't, you're not a Helium 10 user right now, let me give you a coupon for 50% off your first month. Use SSP50, SSP50, no spaces. Go to helium10.com, sign up for the account. Make sure to use that as a coupon code for the platinum plan. You'll get 50% off your first month. And then within about two minutes that it takes to sign up for it, you can go ahead and rewind this podcast and step-by-step use those techniques that I just mentioned. And you can start yourself on your journey for finding opportunity on Amazon to sell your very first product. And after that, guys, the sky is the limit, all right? It is not that easy to become a millionaire on Amazon as it was maybe you know five years ago. It's not that easy even to make $10,000 as it was before. But guess what? People every day still are doing it, all right, by using these methods. So you cannot do it just on your own by browsing and sitting there looking for products to sell on Amazon. You've got to put in the work. You've got to do the research. So make sure you use Helium 10 Black Box and start yourself on your journey to find your next product. Thanks a lot, guys.